life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. People love it, I'm man. Assuming. People love it. They love these are their how favorite come we're episodes. Not filming this, how come is that a GoPro? Hey, this? come on, because that's ridiculous. illegal. <laughs> that's illegal. Isn't this illegal? I I looked. There is no law on the books that says no podcasting while driving really? in Southern California. All right. You can't answer your phone, so don't pick up your phone while we do this. Right? No, I put it on uh, buzzer. All right, and uh, talk closer into the mic if you can. Okay, here we go. Is that like perfect? I got to be just like this, so I've yes. got to be and a few. I recommend if you see a, a, a California Highway Patrol, you just drop the mic. Right. Just lower it. Don't drop it. These are expensive <laughs> mics. No, no. It's not a drop Boom. the mic moment. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. We are back on the road. First of all, we're part of the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, I'm not going to just say this because I'm part of the All Things Comedy Network, but by far the best comedy network out there. That's right. Suck it, Nerdist. Suck it, Hardwick. Suck it, Sideshow Network. Suck it, uh, what was Cassantini's network? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, network One. Suck it, Network One. Is that it? I think so. I'm, if not, I'm sure there's a Network One out there, so they you can suck it. You could just say Cassantini's Network. Suck it, Cassantini's Network. Um, all good networks, all quality people, except one of them. You can figure that one out for yourself. Uh, I am your host, Murray Valeriano. We are back on the road. We're live on the road. Um, I apologize for last week's um, sound problems, technical problems. This is, uh, I, I let Tim Lee sit in the producer chair, and he just kept hitting buttons, and we stopped recording, and he screwed up all So the first 12 minutes were terrible, but if you made it past the first 12 minutes, it was a quality, quality episode with excellent, excellent sound. Am I ever going to get introduced on this show? When do we get a say? Oh, well, I don't know how hey, it goes. It's just me. You know what? You're actually not even going to be on this. I just tricked you into driving my car. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> That's it. We're getting there. What is going on with that mountain? Is that a fire on that mountain over there? You see that way up there by Big Bear? That looks like a big fire. Oh, my God. That is a big fire. It looks like it would be uh, San Bernardino area. Holy crap, Yeah, that's That's a big one. That's a huge fire. Yeah, that's a big one. That's easily an hour and a half drive away, and it's just full of smoke. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I think I heard my wife talking about a fire today. Maybe that's what she was talking about. It's a big fire. Oh, man. So any listeners out in San Bernardino, God be with you. Let the fire gods, uh, or I guess the water gods, put out the fire. I'm not much of a religious guy. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Uh, joining me in the Surfmobile, the infamous Surfmobile, the famous Surfmobile, the 2008 Honda Element, Bill Devlin, host, producer of Comedy and Cocktails, and one hell of a stand-up, and one hell of a stand-up guy. How you doing, Bill? I'm well, fantastic. Well, he's turning left. He's... Oh, so this is where I get introduced. Yes, yes. Great. Well, here I am. Well, thanks for listening <laughs> so, to the show and doing your prep before coming on the show. <laughs> I did listen to I listened to the show. I heard people getting introduced. I didn't know. But uh, hey, you know, we just roll with it. I'm driving. I'm trying to make I'm trying to merge as I'm speaking into the microphone uh, on the beautiful 405. It's zooming along. I just remembered that the 405 does now have a carpool lane, which I will get into. Oh, that's right. It's only seven more lanes over. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I'll get over there eventually. Just, it's so funny. All these, all the highways in town are expanding their lanes, and it's doing zero, zero help for yeah, all the traffic. The carpool lane actually looks like it's going slower than the regular lanes. And I think it's where are you from, Bill? I'm from Minnesota originally. Did you have carpool lanes in Minnesota? Uh yes, we did. We had carpool lanes in New Jersey. You know what a carpool was? A car full of people. And out right. here, a carpool lane is two people. Yeah, that's really not a carpool. That's how self-centered Los Angeles is. That's like, hey, you got a pal, that's a pool. <laughs> that's how self-centered Los Angeles <laughs> is. They're so self-centered. Like, one other person is a carpool. What's more amazing is the amount of people that don't even have one person to ride with <laughs> around <know>. town. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can even get one friend. One friend or, or just one person that they can tolerate them talking about themselves down the 405. 
Um, yeah, so we're rolling, we're rolling into slow traffic. Now, here's, I don't know if you listened to uh, Road Stories on the Road before, Bill, but this is what yes, happens. Yes, I have listened. But the episodes where we're on the road? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know, we hang out, we shoot the shit, we tell stories, and we talk about the show we're going to do tonight, and then we do the show, and then on the way back, we talk about how the show went. All right. So, now this is the part where we shoot the shit. This is the part. This is the shit shooting part. This is the, okay. the shit shooting show. The total shit shooting. How come nobody's had a podcast called the uh, shit shooter? Shit shooter show. There probably is one out there. I just, I just, call, I just made somebody a million dollars. If you want to Google it, we could Google it and claim it. Google it and claim it under my name, Bill Devlin. Wait, hold on. That was my idea. Oh, well, I just claimed it, though. <laughs> Why you can't? I claim. Is that, uh, is that, I illegally, claim. Is that legally binding? It's legally in the state binding. Of California? If you claim it. Sir, did you claim this on the 405 or the 610 freeway? If you say you claim it on the 405. Then you get it. All right. No, seriously, the carpool lane is not doing jack shit. Oh, I well. might get over oh, there, but I don't know. It looks like I can't get over there for a while. Yeah, and we got to hit that 105. 105 is just past the airport. So what we're doing, for those of you Google Mapsing this at home while you're listening, we're going to take the 405 south. We're going to get on the 105. We're going to go east until the 105 ends, turns into Imperial Highway, go down Imperial Highway, hang a left on Brea Boulevard, and bam, we're at the Brea Improv for comedy and cocktails. Kablamo. Comedy and cocktails. That is your brainchild, is it not? Yes, it is. Am I using brainchild right? I think so. Okay. Like, yeah. that means I made it up, right? Yeah. You yeah. claimed it. I did. I did <laughs> claim it. <laughs> On the 405. I claimed 15 it. 15 years ago. I claimed comedy and cocktails. It actually wasn't always comedy cocktails, but it's actually, I think my show is one of the longest running shows uh, at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, that's I, impressive. Yeah, uh, because my first show was in March 2004. Holy cow. Yeah, it was Bill Devlin's Irish Comedy. Actually, I, actually, originally I called it Bailey's Irish Comedy, stupidly thinking Bailey's Irish Cream would jump on board. Did they? For some reason, as sponsors, they wouldn't even respond to me. <laughs> they would, I couldn't even get anybody to answer the phone. <laughs> Look, I've gotten sponsors before. Getting sponsors is a pain in the ass, man. Um Wow, I think I might have done that back then. Probably. I think you did. Yeah, because uh, that's just about the time I bailed for about six years on stand-up right after. like around, I bailed around 2005 or six. Really? I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't know you bailed out. Yeah, I bailed out. It's so funny. This is, I bailed out for probably like five years, and then I showed up at the improv one night after bailing and coming back, and I ran into some comics I hadn't seen in five years. Like, hey, man, what's up? Where you been? On the road? Oh, yeah, for five years. I've been on the road. <laughs> He's been on the road. For five years. You had a long beard. <laughs> you, had, you, had like, you were disheveled. Yeah. I, just kept, I just kept doing so well I've at Crackers the, in Indianapolis. They kept rebooking I've me for five years. I've been on the road for five years. <laughs> wow. So what brought, what, how did you, what did you, what was the impetus for this show? What, what was the impetus for this brainchild? Ah, uh, what happened? Well, because uh, I wanted to have my own show. That's basically what happened. So I had to think, how can I have my own show? Mm -hmm. People around me were doing shows. I had a roommate at the time, Amy Anderson. Oh, I didn't know she your did, Amy Anderson show. She Amy did. She did a show. It was an Asian show. And, uh, well, she was my roommate at the time. She's trying to think, what can I name this Asian show? I said, how about Chop Shtick? Oh. And that was in, uh, so I came up with that too. Wow. Where'd you so claim that? That was her show. On the 210 freeway? <laughs> came, no, that was on the 605. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, by Cerritos Auto Square. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and I was bringing up that. I always remember Cerritos Auto Square. <laughs> Tried uh, to get, should have got so, them as a sponsor. So, chop. Anyway, so there, there was all these different shows. I'm like, okay, I'm Irish. Why don't I have an Irish show? So I went to the improv. I pitched it to Rita. She's like, St. Patrick's Day's in two weeks. You think you can do it? I'm like, yes, I'll do it. And uh, I did it. Oh, that's and that, great. And in 2004, by the way, we didn't have really internet marketing. Uh, yeah, social media. You had to make media. flyers. You could email people. Uh-huh. You could call people. I actually went out on Hollywood Boulevard dressed as a leprechaun. This is serious. <laughs> I really did. Dressed as a leprechaun and added out flyers to the show. I should also point out right now that Bill is three foot four. So it, <laughs> yes. worked, it worked really well. It worked. Oh, my God. You dressed as a... I'm telling you, man, the shit we do to get asses in seats for sometimes free entertainment. 
I know, and I had special, professional entertainment, and I had special tickets, so I would know if anybody showed up from that effort. Because oh, hey, if a lot of people showed up, I'll do it again. But not one, not oh, one person really? showed up. I'm out there dressed as a celebrity. Come on down to the show. I'm telling you, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> Nobody came. <laughs> I mean, people came, but nothing from that effort. Like we would have gone, but that fucking <laughs> leprechaun, man. I almost got in a fight with Batman and Spider Man. <laughs> oh, because you went out they're, by the. They're very territorial over there. They are those. What are they called? <laughs> yeah. Mascots? What do you call them? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. They, they characters. Dress, yeah, they dress as movie characters yeah. and hang out by the Chinese theater. Yeah, in case people don't know, May, there might be people. Oh, yeah, I got, I got listeners all over the world. Yeah, all, all over the world. Well, you should tell them what that is. <laughs> I'm trying. You keep interrupting. <laughs> okay, I'll like shut a up. leprechaun. So, <laughs> so they dress up as like Batman, Spider Man, Ariel, uh, Captain Jack. Yeah, all that stuff. And they stand outside Chinese theater and they get try to get pictures, people to take pictures of them and give them money. Yeah, people pay a dollar or two for a picture. And, and so Bill dressed up as a leprechaun, invaded their territory, and almost got into a fight with Batman. I didn't even want a picture, but they're <laughs> very terrible. I just wanted people to come to my show. I did a, a man on the street gig for a show one time, and I went to the Chinese theater and I, I just started interviewing the character, the guys dressed up as characters. And either Batman or Spider-Man was drunk. He was just uh, had sex with um, Marilyn Monroe and was calling her a skanky whore. <laughs> Meanwhile, these pe- families are walking by with kids going, Oh, Mommy, it's Batman. This skanking whore bitch blew me like, hold on one second. Hey, little boy, how are you? And they take a picture and come back. She's like, she's got AIDS. Like, oh. I think so. I did a documentary on those guys. I... Yeah, I, I heard about that. I didn't see it, but it's so people know. Yeah, these are not like some of the guys have cool costumes, but oh, some yeah. like spy, there's like a lazy Spider-Man that shows up, and he's basically in Spider-Man dirty pajamas <laughs> with stains on him. <laughs> uh, one, and once I was there, Marilyn Monroe was pregnant, so that must have been Marilyn a little Monroe bit. Was after, <laughs> that must have been a little after <laughs> your 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 thing. Oh. Who 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 impregnated her? <laughs> Oh, poor little Marilyn Monroe's crack yeah. baby. So she's out there, seriously, as a pregnant Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Yeah, so she had her crack baby. Now the crack baby's probably out there. Uh, that is, uh, what does uh, Paul Gilmartin call that? Awfulsome. <laughs> <laughs> Awfulsome. All right, so that was your first venture. Did, did you ask us a leprechaun ever and, and hand out a... After I, that, or did I, you learn your lesson? No, I never did that again. Never did I do it again. So yeah, so handed out flyers. Now you know we internet market. So I don't. I um, it's soul crushing handing out tickets to people. I uh, you're still doing it. You did it not too long ago. I did it when uh, I started my surf show, my comics on safari show. The first time I did it at the Irvine Improv, I had tickets made, and I went out and handed them out at the Irvine Spectrum. Here I am, an adult. Way into, way into, not way into my 40s, but in my 40s, handing out tickets to a show thinking, why didn't I do this when I was 21? I wouldn't have to do this now. <laughs> right. And uh, it just sucked, man. People would either blow you off, take them out of my hand and instantly throw them on the ground or insult you. Every once in a while you'd get, a, oh, man, really? Thanks a lot. That's awesome. But, and I remember I was like really feeling like shit. And Jackie Cation called me, and uh, she was on her way to open for Brian Regan in a 4,000, 5,000-seat theater. And I'm like, Jackie, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. this I feel like shit. I, I feel like I'm, I'm beyond this. I feel like I've worked way too hard to be doing this. And she goes, look, I'm opening in for Brian in front of 6,000 people tonight. Tomorrow, I'm going to be at a coffee shop in front of 11 people. You're yeah. never too good for anything that will help you be a better stand-up. Exactly. And I was like, God damn it, Jackie, you're the best. So we love Jackie Cation. Anyway, that worked out great. Sold out that first show. Nice. Yeah. At yeah. the Irvine. At Irvine, the old Irvine, the 300-seater. It's still, that's great. Now the new Irvine is 500 seats. and Yeah, it's a tough one to sell out these days. <sighs> that's a tough one. You got you to gotta get at least 200 people in that showroom to make it look like it's a decent-sized show. Mm-hmm. But you do really well there. Comedy Cocktails does really well there. We now you're going to need well. to start getting over to the right for the 105. There's not a, a left uh, uh-uh. carpool lane exit? No, it's sir. not that fancy? No, sir. All right, I'm getting over. Yeah, it's I'm getting up. over, folks. You see it over there on the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Comedy of Cocktails does well at Irvine Improv. I've done it down there. 
Yeah, we uh, we usually get a couple hundred people in if we're lucky. You know, it's a Tuesday night, a couple hundred people. That's pretty good, right? Definitely. Oh, wow, we got no traffic onto the 105. That's almost unheard of. That's great. This could be a very short show. I would uh, call it the luck of the Irish. Oh, that's right, the luck of the Irish. Um, I don't do accents. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you started out as, what was it, Bailey's Comedy? Bailey's Irish Comedy. Bailey's and then Irish I quickly one. changed it to Bill Devlin's Irish Comedy. Okay. And then, uh, like you said, you probably did the show because there wasn't, you know, I was booking all the Irish comics like <laughs> Michael Connell and Jimmy Dore <laughs> sure. and Greg Fitzsimmons and everybody I could think of. But, uh, of course, it's not all Irish comics, but people would give me grief about it. Right. Oh, oh yeah. so-and-so is not Irish and they're not Irish. And, <laughs> and then I went and I did a show at O'Brien's in Santa Monica. Oh, sure. O'Brien's That's a bar. real Irish bar and yeah. own run by So somehow that bartender knew about it. He's like, oh, it's not Bill Devlin's Irish comedy. It should be Irish-American comedy. That's what you are, you bastard. <laughs> You're not even from Ireland, are you? I'm like, now I'm getting grief from not, for not being right from <laughs> Ireland. I need to come up with another name for this show. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, O'Brien's Bar, which is legendary, I think, in the Los Angeles comedy scene, would you say? I think so. It, when I first started doing it, who was booking it? Jamie Kaler? Yeah, Jamie Kaler was booking it. And for then a while. he passed it on to Chris Hardwick. Another Irishman. Yeah. Jamie Kaler, not Chris Hardwick. I don't know. I don't know what Hardwick is. He passed it on to Hardwick. And by the way, congratulations. Hardwick is getting married this weekend. So, this week, as you're listening to this, Chris Hardwick is prepping for his wedding. He gets married this weekend. Uh, how do I know that? I talked to him the other day, asked him to do my show Friday night at the improv. He's like, I'm getting married. So, I'm like, come on, man. Blow off your wedding for 10 minutes at the improv. Um, we're both, I think, staring at this massive fire. Yeah, it looks like all of Las Vegas is on fire from here. <laughs> Why am I laughing? I, I don't know. Oh, I'm laughing. Sucker. No, I hope there's no houses, but that is a huge. That's, that's the that's, Angeles Natu National Forest. Uh, yeah, the uh, National Forest. National Forest, if I could say uh, that. This this cloud of smoke takes up half a mountain range. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole mountain range, and the smoke cloud is bigger than the whole mountain oh range. Oh my god! This is this might be the biggest fire I've ever seen. Yeah, that's pretty big. Wow. So uh, people can. Sorry, we're just completely. This is yeah. terrible podcasting, but we're amazed by. Uh, man, hang in there, anybody out there in San Bernardino and in East Los Angeles, if you're if you're listening while you're being evacuated. Holy, we have to look that up when we we have to Google Google that, see what's going on. Go to CNN.com. So if you're an Irish. Um, show. You have cocktails in your name. You cater to the Irish. There's probably going to be some drinking. There's usually a lot of drinking. You ever and get I, any Irish fights? Uh, or any what? kind of fights in those shows? <laughs> not, not in the shows. Uh, no, there's never been a fight. Really? There's never been a fight. Whoa. I'm telling you. Then you're not from Ireland. <laughs> I, I, well, I almost, I did a, I did a show downtown, uh, L.A., where there was a lot of drinking, and actually it was me and uh, Jan Karam. Oh, Jan Karam. And we had a show at this uh, place downtown L.A., and uh, the owner of this pub decided it'll be perfect. We'll, we have a night where we have all these college kids coming in, and uh, but the night was it was twenty five beers for twenty five dollars oh, or something. Right. But there were supposed to be tastes of beer. Uh -huh. But the guy pouring the flights of beer didn't know that, so he was filling the glasses. <laughs> so we had twenty five. I mean, so the, it was packed. Right. But right. everybody was wasted, <laughs> and so. And we had Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore gets up there, and they're yelling at him and uh -huh. heckling him. He can't even get a joke out, and he's just like. Fuck it, I'm not doing. Can I say that? Sure, yeah, yeah, that. I'm not doing this. And he said, so he he just leaves. He leaves. He's like, I'm going to point my career. I don't need to do this. And I'm like, I get it. So then Rick Overton gets up there, and he he does a couple of jokes. Somebody throws something at him, and oh, he's and like, Rick I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Yeah. And then, so I had to get up there and do the whole night. Oh no. Jan had already gone up, so I'm like, now okay. So you're I, doing three spots. So you're even initially because they were paying us. The club owner was paying me, so I right. had to do 45 minutes oh. in front of these drunk. And during that 45 minutes, a group of people came up at first, and they're like, "Oh, we love you," and then they hated me, and they came up and literally tried to start a fight with me. Really? While I'm on stage, <laughs> and like they were all up on stage trying to literally fight me, <laughs> and then they, 
you know, I kicked them out, and then they came back at the end of the night, and they're all like lovey again, like oh, the typical man. drunken sure. cycle <laughs> happened all while I was on stage. I love you, I hate you, I love you, <laughs> yeah. I hate you, I love you, I hate you. Oh my God. Now there are two cars per green here. Well, I'm going no matter what. I'm not going to even wait for the green. All I right. didn't even see what happened there. I I'm going. It looked like three cars from the green like that. What do you, what do you think it is that... that that makes people in a stand-up... You would never see anybody at a play get up and threaten the lead actor to a fight or ask him to step outside and fight. What do you think it is about stand-up that people feel so free? I, I think it's because we we make it seem like we're talking to them because good mm. stand-ups make it seem very like you're conversational. And if right. somebody's drunk and delusional, they think, oh, they're talking to me. I right. can talk back to them, or I can do, or you I don't know, know that why. actually makes a lot of sense. But I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, and alcohol. And alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, like you're right. Like people don't. This is from a, a buddy of mine used to do this bit. But it's like people don't go to Pavarotti, you know, like, hey, you big fat Italian bastard. <laughs> like you don't start heckling singers, do right. they? Yeah, right. That's what I'm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I like how you take the one thing. That makes stand-up dangerous and base a show around it. Right. Alcohol. Let me see. Right. A lot of this stuff causes people to fight. Let me get a sponsor and uh, barely charge anything for the booze. And there's comedy and cocktails. <laughs> and what a show. Ah, I love it. It's always packed. You, whatever, however you market it, it, it it's, it's, it's a success. Well, I, you know, I get good comedians like you in there. That's oh, the look trick. At that. that is the trick. Oh, that's I, very I, nice. We do a funny show. It is a good show. It's usually stacked. Tonight, not so much. <laughs> Tonight <laughs> with Grotman. Come on. Well, it's Brea, so you oh, know. That's right. No, I love Brea. Brea's Brea a great Improv club. Is, Brea Improv is a great club. This is a little inside baseball, so I apologize to you guys. Uh, but Brea is a rough room to get people to. Well, it takes. Two hours to get there from if you're a Anywhere. Hollywood comedian, it literally takes two hours. I'm talking about audience drive. Oh, you're talking about audience it's tough to get people. Oh, we're gonna have audience. I, I know got that taken care of. All right, look with at my me. marketing genius. With my fifth, what are we four, ten, thirteen years doing this show? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I have like with comedy and cocktails. One thing that ceases to amaze me is that I have crossover audiences. Like I mentioned, it takes two hours to get from one place to the next. But I have people that were just at my show in Hollywood last month. Uh -huh. Now they're going to be in Brea. I'm like, who are you? Really? Where are you from? You have like deadheads. <laughs> like people are coming. I have some people come all the time. They come to the same show. They really? keep coming over well, and over again. Well, you do vary up the lineups. So yeah. That's good. I mean, I'm trying to, because I haven't done it in a few months, mm -hmm. and you do it how many times? Twice, three times a month? A couple times. That's yes. two. Yes. Two Twice. times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a podcast. There should be no math. There's, yeah, we don't want math. So do you tour a lot outside comedy and cocktails? I haven't lately, no. No? I've been, uh, I've been in town. Yeah? Where do, you, uh, where do you like to go when you head out? When I head out, uh huh. When I head out to do stand up on the road, where do you like to go? Close, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, like Laughlin. Uh, you like, like Laughlin? Laughlin's fine. Why I do you like that Laughlin? show? I don't know. Well, because I like gambling. Oh, I like okay. gambling. I like to be the casino. You are like Laughlin. <laughs> you are like seven deadly sins in one and <laughs> yeah. one person, man. <laughs> Well, you know, that's that's what I do. That's oh, that should be I, the next show you do, The Seven Deadly Sins the Seven show, Deadly Sins. I have it at a casino, I have a big gambling show. thing. Uh, Laughlin. You know, every time somebody brings up Laughlin, I always tell the same story. That my favorite thing I've ever overheard anybody say, and I heard it in Laughlin, was i just gotten off stage. I walked, this was the Edgewater Casino. I walked out to the river to call my wife, and this group of guys come out. And I just hear one guy go, I don't care if you don't like the casino. Just tell me. You don't have to punch me in the eye. Laughlin. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, last time I was in Laughlin, uh, I hit a royal flush on the uh, video poker. But that's not it. There was, it, was, it was They had their Irish festival the weekend before uh, St. Patrick's Day, which I thought was odd. But there are a lot of great bands playing out in that little alcove. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That little area right there. Irish bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of people in kilts. Nice. Yeah, playing uh, the Pogues. 
Nice. You know where I've got to go on the road to is I actually Ireland. I've I was I went there not for comedy. Just uh-huh. I went there just as a tourist. But uh, is there much stand up in Ireland? Yeah, there is. Oh, really? And so they're all telling me you got to come back. You got to come back and do a show. We'll all come. We'll all be coming out to see you, Bill. Let's Devlin. take comedy cocktails on the road to Ireland. Yeah, I'll go. I think that's a good plan. I'm a big U2 fan. We'll do it. Ireland ah. is awesome. I've never been. Is there? I'm trying to think. Who was it? Jake Johansson who just went and did Ireland? No, it was Dom Herrera. Dom. He was telling me about. It. Yeah, it goes. There's a Kilkenny. I think it's Kilkenny or Killarney, uh-huh. but I think it's Kilkenny Comedy Festival. Oh, okay. And I was talking to Dom Herrera about it. He oh. said, "You got to go." Why don't you uh, think about putting comedy and cocktails in that? That's would be perfect for Ireland, and we I'll, I'll get Jameson to sponsor it. There Forget you go. about Bailey's. Yeah, fuck Bailey's. I can drink. You can only drink so much of that Bailey's anyway. There, and you have to put milk in it. Yeah. Come on. Well, no, you know, it's already milk. It's already oh, a it cream. Is? It's an Irish cream. Somebody gave me if Bailey's you, about twenty years. You put ago. vodka in it if oh. you really want to make something. I do. I like vodka. Yeah. You put. Have it's a. It's a cement mixer. <laughs> no, seriously, because what happens is the vodka curdles, uh-huh. and then it turns into like a cottage cheese right in your oh. mouth. Yes, it's a called a cement mixer. Oh, call it a vomit maker. Oh, that's that sounds terrible. It's really funny, and so then if you put it in a glass and it looks terrible, and you drink it, people are like, "What the hell are you drinking?" I recommend you try it. Usually, I say, "Don't try this at home." I say, "Try this at home." I'm not going to try that at home. That sounds disgusting. Anytime you anytime you use the word curdle in anything I put in my mouth, I say no. It's a good policy, usually. Is there a train that goes to Brea? I didn't know that. We could take the train to Brea. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. We could do a train podcast. So did you get started? Where did you say you're from? Minnesota? Minnesota. Did you get started in Minnesota? I did. Minnesota. What's in Minnesota? Minneapolis? Uh, well, Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. Arguably mm. the best comedy club in the country. And, yeah. And they used to have uh, Knuckleheads, <laughs> which was at the Mall of America. Oh, that has a roller coaster yeah, in it. The mall, and I actually used to stand out in the Mall of America and Carnival Bark People in to knuckleheads. Dressed as <laughs> a leprechaun? Come on in, folks. It'd be bad <laughs> not dressed as a leprechaun. But that actually worked because they're mall people. They don't have anywhere to go. They don't know. They're lost. It's okay. a huge mall. It's the biggest mall in the world. It's the mall people of don't America. Know where, so I'd just come out there. I'm like, hey, come right in here for a comedy show. Okay. And then people would just <laughs> walk in. <laughs> Check your baby gap bags at the door. We'd just put like, it'd be like the old timey cartoons. We'd just put a detour sign <laughs> and arrow pointing into the comedy club and people would just go in there. Now, isn't it a house of comedy there now or Joker's yeah, or Rick something? Yeah, Rick Bronson's house of comedy, which I don't know what the hell they're thinking over there. It's, oh, yeah? It's, um, I mean, if you pack it, it's great, but it's, uh, it's built like a cafeteria. I don't know. It's just it doesn't look like a comedy club. Cafeteria. You have to explain that. Well, just the the well, you know, if you walk into a cafeteria, what that looks like with tables and yeah, yeah, and just plain and oh, okay, not inviting. Just really? think a very unwelcoming cafeteria. Oh, okay, all right, That's all right. What so kind of like side of that comedy very, club just looks picture like. very shiny and cold and yeah, empty. very yeah, brown yeah. brown long tables. Yes. All right. The cool kids' table. Yeah, maybe they changed it. I hope they did. And that's House of Comedy or Joker's? That's Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Joker's is cool. Is Joker's in um, Mall of America also? Or uh, no, is no. it Joke House? What is it? There's two in, there's three in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, the Joke. What is it? Some kind of a Joke House. <laughs> no, it's uh, the Joke <laughs> show. Now you got me confused. <laughs> I, joke Joint. Joke that's joint. what it is. Yes. The joke joint. There was two. Now, now I'm bringing. Now you're bringing me. Now you're making my Minnesota accent come out. Oh yeah, the joke joint. Yeah, there are really a lot of jokes out there now. Now, which one did uh, Adam Richmond assault a waitress at and get arrested? That was at the Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Okay, which he was acquitted. He was, and uh, I heard his story. I believe him. Which was? He didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody heard that story. <laughs> well, they also heard the story that he did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, whichever side of the story you want to go right. with. <laughs> All right. I actually I talked to him not too long ago. We ended up at a gig together, and uh, I don't. I never talked about that when that happened on this show because I never. I know I don't like to talk about. 
stuff like that if the person's not here to tell their side of the story. Right. So basically, this is, and I'm not telling stories out of school here. You can read this in the newspapers. You can Google this. Comedian Adam Richmond got really drunk at House of Comedy or Joke Joint. House of Comedy. House of Comedy. Ended up back at a waitress's apartment. Uh, Things happened. 911 was called. He was arrested for sexual assault, I believe. Yes, that's what it was. Sexual assault. And uh, while that was all going on, I never talked about it on the show, like I said, because he was not here to tell his side of the story. Uh, He went to court. And he was acquitted. And he was acquitted by the justice system, not by comedians. (laughs) Right, yes. Uh, (laughs) But it was a jury of comedians. It was a jury of comedians, so (laughs) he's still... um, He's still, uh, yeah, he's still guilty in the eyes of the comedy world. Um, not my eyes. I have no uh, preferential eyes on either side of that. But the reason I've got is I talked to him not too long ago. We don't work together a lot, and I ran it, and I, we ended up on a, a show together. And uh, I was very impressed with how he talked about that whole situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it could have been like, the fucking bitch, she's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she, well, you know, she, you know, was her, you know, her fault too and all that. You Is know? that your Adam Richmond impression? Because it's a terrible Adam Richmond impression. You know what I'm saying. I'm on, I'm, I'm dwelling on a touchy subject here. But I was very impressed. So he'll do bad impressions of a guy. I was very impressed. I didn't ask him about it. He brought it up. I was very impressed with what he learned about himself in those situations. And that's all I'll say about that. You ever been arrested? Uh, I have not. I'm. I. Uh, I think it's funny that people ask me, "Have you?" Oh, I think there's two chips behind us. So how how are they going to handle that? Um, <laughs> we are at 31 minutes, 10 seconds. Let's. I should kind of maybe I should keep them behind us. Yeah. If if we're maybe I can no here here I'll go up here and then they'll be behind those guys. Okay. There you go. Chips, by the way, are actual. California California Highway Highway Patrol Patrol. on the motorcycles, and they're the bad ones. They're the ones that see everything, like two guys in microphones. Okay, they're going to come past us, so we'll just put the microphones down and put them down now. How about... There they go. Oh, they're actually LAPD on motorcycles. They're going to go beat up a black guy for no reason. (laughs) Come on now. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) I only recite the news when I... Listen, I have my buddy... You know John Vargas? Uh, yes. Yes, he's a Mexican. He tells me stories of growing up in Los Angeles as a brown person. Mm-hmm. And they're horrible, horrible stories. Not good stories. Not good stories. But, oh, what I was saying is, yes, people are surprised. They say, um, hey, have you ever gotten a DUI? And I'm like, no. Really? Like, people are surprised. <laughs> like, they just assume that that's going to be a yes. Like, what kind of, what does that say about me, Murray? <laughs> I had a bit of an epiphany like that one year where I had a birthday party and we had a big party. I mean, it was a big party and I got about 13 bottles of scotch. And I'm like, hmm, maybe, uh, maybe I might uh, want to look into my drinking habits here. <laughs> and only two of them were good. The other ones were blends. Boo. I, that's, see, that's, doesn't, that's what I usually get is all bottles really? of booze on my birthday oh, party. All right. And you haven't and I enjoy it. Surprise, surprise. I have not. Well, now there's Uber, so. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to Uber back from Brea? No, I'm fine. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even drinking tonight. Oh, really? So far. <laughs> I was going to say, we just started. <laughs> all right. Where is your favorite place to go when you do stand up? You asked me that. My favorite no, place. No, I didn't say it. My favorite place I is said, the Hollywood where do you Improv. Usually go? I oh, love the right. Hollywood Improv. That's I said, where do you favorite. usually go? Not your favorite place. Oh. Uh, that's, does, is that still qualify as an answer? <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure you haven't started drinking yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us about the show tonight and what we can expect. The show tonight's going to be fantastic. Adam Groutman <laughs> is hosting. Oh, the legendary Adam Grotman? If he's not late, I was informed. Oh, and I'm not supposed to talk about you. I hope he's not late, because then I'll host. Wait, why are you not supposed to talk about <laughs> Um Uh-oh, there's what a horn, that? and that's the horn. There we go. That's the, I don't know if, that wraps up the first half of Road Stories. There we Jeez, go. that was a loud horn. No, it's just because I mentioned it's such a long drive, and uh, uh, comics sometimes underestimate uh, the time it takes. I was at the in, well in Brea once. I uh-huh. had hardly um, none of the comics showed up. I think I had two comics show up. Really? But it was okay. I did forty-five minutes. Sure. You might have been one of the ones that showed up. 
I don't know. It but, was just um, you and me. It was me and yeah, no, I don't. No, I would no, remember that. You. Yeah, you yeah. remembered. But uh, yeah, so sometimes, and I've had bands where the whole band was there, and then the drummer didn't make it because well. he underestimated traffic. Oh, wow. That's right. You used to have bands on this show. Yeah. Why don't you have bands on the show anymore? The bands are the hardest thing to deal with. You know, when I first got out here, I started in music. And I, musicians are the biggest flakes on the face of the planet. Worse than comics. I started out as, I used to be a drummer in a punk rock band. You were talking on one of your podcasts about punk rock bands. Oh, probably. I've had a few yeah. legendary L.A. punks on my show. Yeah, well, I was a legendary Minneapolis punk. Oh, well, that's a good uh, town for music, Minneapolis. Yeah. What, what year was this? 1984. Wow, that was a great year for Minneapolis. Yeah. So did, I, you, did you play, uh, what was, what's the big club there? One? First Avenue. First Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Avenue. One First Avenue. Avenue. One Avenue. <laughs> One Avenue. The ST is silent. Yeah, just yeah. Do you play First Avenue all the time? That really, was my regular club. Did yeah. you know a bartender or a waitress there named Danielle? I do not remember. No, Danielle Valenciano. Don't remember. She's a good Irish girl. Really? Yeah, <laughs> Valenciano. I dated a, a bartender there named Eleanor. Eleanor? Yeah. yeah. I'll have to ask Danielle if she saw if she knew him. Yeah. She used to uh, waitress at a or bartender. At, Onest Avenue, and, <laughs> and she used to catch her replacements all the time. And yeah, Prince which for uh, for the kids out there in uh, podcast land, First Avenue is where Prince made uh, Purple Rain. Oh, did he record yeah. it there? Yeah, I knew he recorded it live in concert. I didn't know it was at First Avenue. No, well, he made a movie, oh, Purple Rain. Oh, right, right. Yeah, the whole movie, Purple Rain, was uh, at First Avenue. The whole movie revolved around uh, that club. But when he recorded the song Purple Rain. He, the recording you hear on the out is recorded live in concert, probably at where? and probably did it at First Avenue. Yes, now I think about yeah, it, it would have been which is pretty cool. You can Google that, and look it up. It's pretty awesome. <clears throat> so um, I used to run into per, uh, Prince all the time. He's he used to come down and see it because the club was First Avenue on one half, and then down was another club called Seventh Street Entry. Uh huh. And where the punks were. How do you get were. in on that? How hmm? do you get, how do you get in through there? There's a doorway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just what a... road do I need to take to get there? <laughs> Is this a trick question? No, I'm just asking. To get to First Avenue? No, to get into Seventh Street entrance. Oh, oh, yes, it is off of Seventh Street. Okay. Is that what? Yeah, that was going right over my head. That's I knew right. you were going something <laughs> with that. But yes, right, first, you're doing like four things right and now. And then where you know. is First Avenue? It's on sure. First Avenue. Oh, okay. So you could pretty much guess it's on First and Seventh <laughs> Street, downtown Minneapolis. Uh, excuse me, can you give me directions to First <laughs> Avenue <laughs> and the Seventh Street entry? That's which, cool. What do you do? What do you find different about uh, being a musician and, and stand up? Is there a lot of similar qualities or uh i don't uh, not really but when behind the drums is actually where i decided to start doing stand-up because i always liked you got my, tired of looking my, at the singer's ass well my family was always kind of a funny family i like to joke around uh -huh. my dad would like to tell a joke at the dinner table every night sure and, uh so i was in a band called church picnic okay i like that i like that title a, a lot three-piece band and our our guitar player, for some reason, would always break a string at the worst moment. Like <laughs> we had three hundred people. It was a big show. It was all age show with uh, uh, JFA, uh, Jody Foster's Army. Oh right, right. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, we were playing with those guys. I haven't and heard that bands in forever. Yeah. Well. You know, wow. Nineteen eighty four. Sorry, you're springing back some uh, memories. Yeah. And uh, so he breaks a string. We got three hundred kids, and he's <laughs> like not prepared with a new another guitar. He has to restring it. The whole thing. Yeah. Ah, well, the, the, the whatever string. string yeah, broke. yeah. Yeah. So I'm so I'm I'm behind the drums, and I like start uh, so I start doing impressions. Oh, and, really? and Stuff to make them laugh, and like I feel like I got to entertain these guys. Sure. And I did. And I'm like, hey, I kind of like this. Right on. I like that story. Yeah. So um, that's how I, then I joined an improv troupe in Minneapolis. All right. Now I don't like the story. Well, then I <laughs> went to stand up. <laughs> really? That's a great story, yeah. man. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's all. How, how, then how did, how did, did you just tell uh, Church Picnic to suck it? I'm going to do stand up. Uh, no, Church Picnic, no, that same guitar player kind of went a little nuts at the time, uh -huh. and uh, so we split up. Oh, okay. And I was in a few other bands at the time, and then my last band, I said, if this one breaks up, I'm, that's it, I'm going to just go into acting and stand up and, right. and just do that Oh, all instead. right. 
But I love playing the drums. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we should jam sometime. I'm pretty decent on the guitar. Do you got a drum set? In your, <laughs> no, in I'm, your, I'm a guitar yeah. player. Yeah, well, I don't know. Sometimes people have like, hey, oh, I got this whole thing going on in the studio. <laughs> I'm not a... But yeah, I'm not a, yeah, a, not a middle-aged dad in a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tip, aren't you the typical? Well, you got the house, go and down the to pool, the basement, and yeah, you go down to your basement, play, a uh, play "Born studio. to Be Wild." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll do it up. <sighs> That's great. So then you kicked around the Minneapolis stand-up scene for a while. Uh, yeah, that so I basically did open mics in Minneapolis uh-huh. mostly. I really didn't start doing stand-up till I got out to L.A. Oh, really? So, yeah. How's the open mic scene in Minneapolis? It seems like it might be all right. It was pretty good. It yeah. was pretty good at the time. It like has actual audience and stuff. Yeah, there was. It was better actually than here. Oh, sure. Uh, here because sucks. it was real audience. Yeah. In Los Angeles, you go to open mic. It's all comedians. Yeah. And there's like 900 of them all <laughs> trying to get on stage. Yeah. In Minneapolis, you could actually get on stage, do maybe five minutes or uh-huh. longer. Wow. For an open mic and uh, and have real people be there. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah. So it was pretty good. And so how long? How long until you moved out to Los Angeles? I I've only been out. I've been out here. I moved out here right after 9/11. So what was that? 2001. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah, never oh, forget. We forgot. <laughs> no, well, we know the 9-11 part. Right. Yeah, 2001. So, oh, there's a problem with all the traffic. A family of 12 got into a car accident. Yeah, what was that? A girls' soccer team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about other towns. I don't know if anybody... I'm asking listeners in your town. Uh, here in Los Angeles, is somebody slightly rear-end you with the slightest tap? They don't pull over to the side of the road. They stop. No matter what time it is, no matter what highway they're on, they stop and do the transaction and everything right in the middle, and it fucks up traffic forever. Nobody pulls over to the right. It pisses me off. Me too. I don't know how it is in other towns, but that's what we're dealing with. That's why there's so much traffic. All right. Comedy and cocktails tonight. <laughs> tonight, Brea. comedy and cocktails. I didn't even get past Adam Groutman is hosting. <laughs> Sorry, we, we, have, I t- I, we tangent on this show. That's all right. We're going to have a great audience. Yeah? Yeah. On uh, a Tuesday yeah. night? On a Tuesday night. Our 9-11 guest list, was on Tuesday. Our guest list is 520. Oh, so that means so how 30 many people, those people will, show, will show, up? show up. On average, we're going to have over 100 for oh, sure. Oh, bad. And maybe 150. Really? Maybe 200. Wow. Who knows? That'd be great. That place only yeah. seats three. Yeah, right. 300. 300, should, should, yeah. Yeah, yeah three. specific about Not three, that. Not three, three people. Pe- three people. <laughs> There's three seats. <laughs> that would be right, a great... All right, so who do we got? So we got? We got Adam Grotman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have David Race. Hold on to Adam Grotman, who yeah. will be hosting if he shows yeah. up. He's a, he'll, he'll show up. David Race, yeah. who uh, has maybe a better knowledge of music than I do. Well, he used to work with uh, Howard Stern. Oh, he worked with Stern? I didn't yeah, know he worked, he worked Stern. at Stern. Yeah. Oh, okay. In New York. He was a DJ for a long time also. I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was. You, you like, know so. I know so. So we got Adam Grotman, David Race, if he shows up. Craig Coleman. David Race, who has a mustache. Yeah, Craig, Craig Coleman. You Craig know. Coleman of the Full Charge Power Hour. Yeah. We love Craig Coleman. Yeah. He's Craig Coleman is also, you know he he's also played there? in a punk rock band. He did? Yeah, you know that? I, I, maybe I did. Up in a Sometimes I don't remember so good. or something? Really? Yeah, he played in a punk rock band and he used to do a lot of meth. I I heard him talk about that on your show. I guess that's yeah. Oh, that I must have been the yeah, one you listened okay, to. Okay, yep. And, and uh, he got started already. with uh, that band Corn. That's I did listen who to. Who I one. ended up uh, meeting when I worked on Farm Club. That's right. All right, so we got Craig Coleman. We're all very excited to see him. Um, an Irishman, Quinn Dahl, is going to come down and do a set. Quinn, haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good for him. He's coming down. And then of course we've got the fabulous Murray. Valeriano, Murray Valeriano, Valeriano, Valeriano. That's where I go. That's where I go wrong because I don't get the Valeri. Yeah. If you don't get the Valeri, you're screwed. Yeah, you're screwed without the Valeri. Get always get the Valeri. I now I'll never forget it because I figured that part out. What's going to happen is Adam Grotman isn't going to show up, and you're going to MC, and you're going to screw up my name again. I will not. I got it now. (laughs) Valeri. I'll I'll never forget it. It's Valeriano. Valeriano. So we got me, and then you're closing it out? Bill Devlin. You're closing it out? I'm going to close it out. Nice. You going to wear a suit tonight? I'm not going to wear a suit. No? no? I've seen you in suits before. I know. I didn't. Pre- I figured it's 90 degrees. I'm not going to wear a suit. Right. Good point. I wore a suit on Saturday night. I did a show down at the Cabrillo uh, Playhouse in San Clemente with Tim Lee. 
He was wearing a suit, so I figured I would wear a suit. Mm -hmm. It is now set in stone. It is official. I am not a suit comedian. (laughs) You're not a suit comedian. I am not a suit comedian. I've tried it several times. Like if I, when I worked Vegas, I hosted uh, um, this, uh, this guy was like a music, musical impressionist, you know, did a lot of stuff and he worked the improv and the improv asked if I'd come out, host, you know, host it, do 20 up front and then bring him on, have him do 45. And I'm like, yeah, and I'll wear my suit because I got the sweet suit. My wife got me a sweet suit off the last uh, movie and it's a three piece with the vest and all. And I look fine, my friend. I look fly. He looks good in a suit, this guy. But man, I do not. It doesn't. It doesn't fit me on stage. What sense? happens? You you don't feel comfortable on stage I don't, in a suit? I don't. I don't. I don't feel like that's me. I don't feel like well, I don't feel like what I'm saying and what I look like blend together. Really? Does that make sense? Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I think it's just all in your mind though. I mean, you know, you Well, yeah, you look but that's great a, in a suit. I do look um, great in a suit. Thank you. Um <laughs> But what I'm saying is it has to it starts in your mind though. Mm-hmm. So it has to gel in your mind for right. you to present it. Right. So did you take the coat off? I mean, you can take the suit no, jacket No, I left it on off. for the two shows and just decided I wouldn't... Uh, You're wouldn't. not going to do it again. Unless I, you know, unless I get a fancy schmancy gig in Vegas again, then I'll do it again or something mm-hmm. like that. Or I get a uh, a corporate or a, a, a corporate you know, one show. of those that you have to wear a suit. Mm-hmm. I remember I got one. I did a fundraiser at a um, golf course, and they made me, they're like, wear a suit or at least a jacket. And so I put on a black pair of jeans and a black jacket and a skinny tie and I felt like I was in a ska band so I scratched that and put on a corduroy jacket that one felt a little better the, the corduroy full, yeah, the, the corduroy full suit, jacket the full suit I did, it, did you have the uh, did it have the leather patches on the show on the on the uh, elbows what, am I a professor <laughs> I don't know I've never seen well it's a corduroy <laughs> jacket well you're already wearing a corduroy jacket why not the leather patches go all the way <laughs> oh man I remember I was at a party one time in Los Feliz and I was talking to this dude, and this dude had this amazing knowledge of comedy, and he was, and he was kind of like had the hipster beard before they were cool, you know, and kind of like scraggly hair, and he was this philosophy major, and he was visiting in town because he was working on his book, and I was like so man-crushing on this guy, man, and he had the corduroy jacket with the, you know, patches for the elbows, and I couldn't get enough of this guy, and then he started rolling his own cigarette, and I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. You just went too far on the cool, buddy. <laughs> Rolling his own cigarette is where you draw the line. I, find, I check out. You are trying way too hard to be cool now. All right. So maybe he just couldn't afford a regular cigarette. I think it costs more to roll your own. Really? I don't know. You could figure, right? I've never smoked. Do you smoke? I don't. Uh, smoke. No, I used to smoke, but I don't I've anymore. never smoked a you cigarette. Smoke cigarettes? No. Good. I don't highly recommend it. There's never nothing good that comes from smoking cigarettes. That's what I told the doctor, and they told me about uh, you know I should slow down on the drinking. I said, well, I don't drink soda. I don't eat fast food. I don't smoke cigarettes. And she's like, well, I didn't say you did everything bad. I just... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! You wow! You need you look like that. You need to look slow drinking. <laughs> Hey, I look good, folks, in case you wonder. <laughs> he looks fabulous. <laughs> and his sunglasses match his T-shirt. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Comedy on the Road with Comedy and Cocktails, part one. And then we're going to have a bunch of cocktails and do part two, yeah. drunken driving. <laughs> we can't do that anymore because the first time I did this, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the MC was driving, and mm-hmm. uh, I had uh, a couple of martinis, and by a couple, I had like four or five. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, on the way back, I bitched about the other comedian so much, I, <laughs> I had to cut out like 30 minutes of the show <laughs> because I just bad-mouthed the guy. So, you know, he deserved it. He was a hack, and he ran his uh, and he ran the fucking light, so he deserved it. There you go. Anyway. Hey, but that's is, not going to happen tonight. Tonight we're going to have a fantastic show. Who's on it? <laughs> we, already, <laughs> we already went through all we that. that. Who's yeah, hosting? we did go through it. Who's hosting? Adam Groutman's Adam hosting, Groutman. and I'm, I'm my own reserve Host, <laughs> if things go awry. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to doing the show. I always have a good time uh, on your show, Bill. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll be back in a couple hours, but uh, for you guys listening, we'll be back right now. Yeah. See you in a minute. I thought that was a great show. 
Is this it? Are we on the show already? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> nice, was a bit. <laughs> nice, smoothless entrance. That's into the, the way we do it. Yeah, we go right into it, man. Nice. We I don't thought do it crowd was... work like Grotman does up front. We go right into. I the, thought it was right into the juice. I thought it was fantastic show. It was a good show. Who do you think sucked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, let me tell you. We all know it was me. No, you did great. You did awesome. Oh, thank you. So did you, man. I appreciate that. That's so, nice to uh, say. In case people didn't know, we went, uh, we, uh, you set him up and I knocked him down is what happened. Yeah, I set him up and knocked him down. You cleaned it up. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what. All right, yeah. Oh, okay, great. No, we ended yeah, we, strong. We both had really good sets. They loved us both is what we're saying. We ended strong, which is great. Send those people home happy. Have them come back for the next comedy and cocktails. Yes. Not a bad turnout for a Tuesday. I was hoping for 200. Right. Uh, and then I was hoping for 100, but we got <laughs> 75. Listen, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's more people than they're going to have tomorrow night. They'll have 35 people in there if they're lucky, right? Right. If I'm headlining, they there will, because that's what I drew last time I was there. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, it's Brea. That's what happens. It's yeah. summer, and everyone was out watching the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. More swimming. Um, but still, I mean, they asked you for more dates right there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So there you go. So we uh, well we killed it in Brea. What uh, boy? Nothing really. Uh, no real like hecklers or anything tonight. Do you have any problem with any of the uh, audience members? No, except for the end when people felt like they could. It was an answer and question period of the oh, show. Oh right, something. I was. I came out of the bathroom and you're like, "Is this a Q and A? What the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I know people started. What happened? Uh, they just felt like they could start asking me questions oh, for really? some reason. <laughs> I, I asked one thing, and then they thought that opened the floodgates. For what, what kind of questions were they asking you? Uh, well, they were saying they wanted me to talk about different jokes. Oh, really? Yes. Like what? Well, somebody said, talk about the Olympics. Oh. And then somebody said, I couldn't understand one guy. Right. He just said, brada, brada, brah. Oh, I love your brada, brada, brah joke. I didn't know that guy. Uh -huh. I didn't know what he said. And then some guy wanted me to make fun of curling. <laughs> and that's when I put an end to that. All right. Shut it down at curling, buddy. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Nobody talks about Canada's best sport. Yeah, Canada. I hear, I hear, I hear uh, curling's kind of fun. It's kind of uh, like shuffleboard on ice, right? That's true. I do like shuffleboard. <laughs> really? Are you so, 97 years old? <laughs> <laughs> I love shuffleboard. <laughs> no, the ones that are in the bar on the, with the sand. The bar. Oh, all right, all right. Is that shuffleboard or is that called something else? Oh, that's called, I think it's called, I don't know. I call right. it shuffleboard, but maybe it's something else. All right. Board, board. Yes, board, board. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, what's go? What's with the next comedy and cocktails? Where's that going to be? The next comedy and cocktails is at the world famous Hollywood Improv. Oh, on September fifteenth. It's not there on August nineteenth. It's where I will be co-headlining this Friday night. Oh, Get your tickets that's now. That's right, August nineteenth. Yes, you got to see Murray, and then August, uh, September fifteenth is when the next comedy cocktails. Will you have is. a band? It's a Thursday night. I'll try to have a band. Yeah. I think I should try to have a band. Yeah, why not? It's always fun to have a band. What I do is I have a band that warms up the crowd, and uh, so they're already a little bit more warm than this crowd tonight because i got to tell you, uh, this crowd came in pretty cold tonight. It was a slow beginning. But uh, with a band, you don't have that problem. It, it was actually at Brea that I realized that. I was in the green room. And I was hearing the band and thinking about the show, but and when the band would stop with a song, everybody would clap, and and, and that gets them. And I'm like, oh yeah, so that's what happens. That draws when their a, attention to the stage. Band, yeah, yeah, and they get some clapping and sure. get some warmed up. I will say this: they were very cold, but I think the MC did a very good job of uh, breaking the ice. Yes, In Adam Grobman. He, he was there early. He beat us there, by the way. Now. And, somebody drives um, like a grandmother. He, <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody drives like they've been drinking. I'm driving with a microphone in my <laughs> hand. I got to watch out for the cops. I've got a beer in the other hand. It's all very dangerous. But he did enough crowd work up front to kind of acknowledge the situation. They like crowd. It's a Tuesday night. They kind of you kind of drew them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did a great job. And, and then, then he everyone... bombed with his material. And but then... <laughs> he did not. Come on. Am I kidding? And then everybody uh, everybody else uh, kind of filled in. 
Yeah, everybody else did good. All yeah. right, so that's the next comedy cocktails. When can where can we find you next? Um, I'm going on a little vacation, so oh. my next show is actually going to be. Oh, all right. September. Where are you going on vacation? I'm going to go to. I have a sister that lives in Montana. Where in Montana? Missoula. Oh, my parents live in Bozeman. Really? So I'm thinking about. Actually, I heard there's some comedy rooms. I might give them a call. Yeah. Before I go out there and see if I can in line up some shows in Missoula. But then our plan is we're going to go to Glacier National Park. Wow! Before they melt. Yes, exactly. They are melting. Um, Missoula, Missoula. Isn't that where the Big Sky Comedy Festival is, or is that uh, Billings? I think that's Billings. Okay, I forgot to get involved with that this year. My buddy Chris Fairbanks suggested I do it, and I forgot all about it. I think it's passed already. I don't know. I should Google it. Well, yeah, if you're going that route. Speaking of Googling, we did Google the fire we were talking about earlier. Oh, the fire earlier. Oh, my God, it's huge. It's how many acres? Over 6,000 acres, I yeah. think, is on fire right now in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And it's it's awful. I have to I watch uh, CNN when I get home and see what's going on. So, guys, if you're listening over there in Riverside, San Bernardino, that area, the Cajon Pass, stay safe. Stay safe because we want to see you out at Ontario Improv sometime soon. Yeah, the Cajon Pass. All right, Bill Devlin, thank you so much for having me on Comedy and Cocktails. Oh, this is what we do. Show. We're going to wrap it up? Well, yeah. Oh, all right. There was a, it was a good show. I usually yeah. only do this for crappy shows because oh. we have a bunch of stuff to talk about oh. at the end. But it ended up being a really good show, and now we can't bitch about it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we can't. We can only say, hey, great job. So we and can't every time have a I whole throw thing. Grotman under the bus, you keep pulling him out, so there's no fun there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm just too nice a guy. That's my problem. I know, I know. I'm too nice a guy. Um, well, I'm going to take this last minute to plug something very important. All right, so okay, I, uh, so I'll show Shut up. Is well, that one? No, you can okay. give me your opinions. All right. right. Uh, obviously, this Friday night at the Hollywood Improv, if you're in town, please come on out. Uh, hit me up on Facebook for, or you can put Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, in a promo code for the ticket things. That'll get you, I don't know, two tickets for 10 bucks or something like that. Uh, and then, of course, the big thing is the L.A. Podcast Festival coming up in September, Bill. Yes. It's coming up in September. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I will be doing the Road Stories podcast Friday night. Uh, I will also be periscoping for the festival all weekend. Uh, And then I'm going to be a guest on Paul Gilmartin's Mental Illness Happy Hour on Sunday night to book in the weekend. Where are you going to be doing your uh, Road Stories? At the LA Podcast Festival. Oh, no, but I mean where? Yeah. Uh, It all takes place at the... uh, my Maison Sofitel Hotel and uh, on Beverly there okay, in Beverly I'm, Hills. I'm trying because I'm trying to help you out. Oh, thanks. Well, they have other they have people do other venues though. Like I know they oh, do. It's all within the uh, hotel. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so last year they just they did one at the Improv, but maybe that was just the oh, opening that's, night. Oh, they, uh, they do a they do a oh what's the word uh, like a pre-show at oh, the Improv on I a Thursday see. night, and I don't know if they're doing that again this year or not. Okay. But so they do the pre-show on Thursday night. And then they do have the big festival at the hotel. I think you can still get tickets for the whole, <clears throat> the whole shebang and hotel rooms. But, Bill, yes, if you can't make the festival, yeah, you can stream it online. Oh my God, this you is can, incredible news! Yes, you can stream it online, and if you put, and I believe it's twenty five bucks to stream the whole. And it's the whole festival, not just the Road Stories podcast. You can screen, stream Monday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the whole thing, and. You can watch it up to 30 days after. That's amazing. I'm going to do it. But $25 seems kind of a lot, doesn't it? I don't know. For streaming? I I don't think I've ever paid anything for streaming personally. But it sounds like a bargain. I think it sounds like a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It sounds like a lot. That's why if you put in the promo code ROAD, you save $5. Oh, my God. Don't tell me this. Take a fucking improv class, will you? Yes, enemy. Jesus Christ, Bill. What are you doing? Come on. So put in the promo code ROAD. You get $5 off your stream. You get to see me live, do a Road Stories Live, and guess who my guest is? Bill Devlin? <laughs> Not after that. Unless he takes an improv class. Greg Barrett. Nice. Come on, San Francisco's own Greg Barrett. We're going to be playing some guitars and telling some stories. It's going to be a blast. So uh, go to LAPodcastFestival.com or LAPodFest.com. Sign up for the live stream. Put in the co- uh, promo code ROAD. Get $5 off. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to see a little bit of that money. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to see a little bit. And that helps because, you know what? All the money I make on this podcast goes directly back into the podcast. 
And so gas. We need gas for we this need gas trip. gas for the light just come on? No, no. I'm just saying. Get the money for All gas. Right. We do need gas for this trip. <laughs> Lord knows I didn't get paid anything tonight. Um... <laughs> All right, so that's it. Bill, thank you so much for doing this. We've it's been a long time in the planning. Thank you for having me. It's been really a long time, hasn't it? It, it has like, been a long like time. Six We've been trying to we talked about just driving around Hollywood at we one did. point. <laughs> we did. Pointing out crappy shows we've done in yes. town. But then we realized it would take us nine hours to get around in town. Oh boy. So this is fantastic. All right. Uh, check out comedy and cocktails when it comes to your town. Bill Devlin, thank you so much. Thank you. I am at Murray V on Twitter, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.